Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Yeah, could I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? Man, does this smell good. Wolfen down your lunch. <laughs> Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolf and Lou. Hey boys. Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' ultimate sports fan destination. Alright, it is noon on a Thursday. It is time for Wolf and Down Your Lunch. All of today's top sports stories in one place. Aaron is not here. Rick is here though. Rick, what's going on? What's up, guys? What up, Rick? All right, so first topic for today. Uh, Sean Payton has been given permission, reportedly, to interview with the Arizona Cardinals, which brings us to our Sanderson Ford poll question up now at ArizonaSports.com. If you were the Cardinals, would you give up the number three overall pick in the NFL draft for Sean Payton? Your two choices are yes, go all in, or no, that's giving up too much. I don't even have to think about this. There's no way I would do that. (laughs) And I also think if you gave up the number three pick for Sean Payton, he might not want to come here. Um, Can I also say this right here? Um... Sean Payton, do you think you can actually fix Kyler Murray? Yes. I'm sure he thinks he can. Yes. Um, Kyler, do you think you need to be fixed? Yes. <laughs> gone. Number three pick, gone. You would trade the number three pick? You, you Listen, um, yeah, I would. There's, there's got to be other ways to come up. But I would much rather, if, if what you're saying, if it's like, if Kyler's like, yeah, you know what, Sean Payton, I trust this guy, I'll do whatever he says, then I would go all out to get Sean Payton, but that might mean my first-round pick next year and my second-round pick this year. I, I You know, I, once again, we're talking about a first-round pick, number three right now, okay? Um, Sean Payton is going to come in here, would come in here, and have the opportunity to change the fortunes of the entire organization over years. Not just one year. I just Over think there's years. another way to do it. And once again, there's no guarantee the number three pick is going to be this guy that changes your organization. No, that's true. There is no guarantee. But these that. other teams like Denver, oh, we're going to give you our first round pick. Yeah, cool. That might be the 32nd pick well, in the draft. Again, once again, you put it number three. I wouldn't want to do that. Uh, I'm trying next year, 2024. At Arizona that's what I'm trying. Did that. Exactly. Here's my question for you, though, Luke. You don't know anything that's not a question. About well, I, I I'll get there. Oh. You don't know anything about this number three pick other than what they've done in college or whatever, and it's just all on potential. Sean Payton has won in the NFL, so why would you rather if if the two choices There's are the number way. three pick or this or this unknown college player, or I mean, or Sean Payton, a Super Bowl winning coach? Why wouldn't you just choose the Super Bowl winning coach? There's another way, and there's other coaches. There's there's I will give you my first round pick next year, because if I have Sean Payton, then it won't be the number three overall pick. And I I'm serious. That wasn't just a throwaway line. I don't think. Sean Payton is going to want to come here if you have to give away the number three overall pick to get him. All right. Well, I will answer no then. And the choices are 74% no, that's giving up too much. 26% yes, go all in. Just because nobody else is offering that. So the other teams you're competing with, they're not having to give up that. You're, you're, it's like it's like going to an auction and it gets bid up to $10,000. Yeah. And you're like, I'll give you 100000 And everybody else is like, I wasn't going over eleven. I'm that's just saying fun. if that's the only choice... Once again, again, um, I answered the question. Let the record show. I answered the question. You're usually right with this stuff, but not today. All right. The Suns continue to lose and are now seventh in the Western Conference standings. Are they digging themselves into too much of a hole to get out of it? 
not yet, but first, I mean, you're only going one direction, and it is it is not a good direction. They are a half game out of dropping out of the play-in tournament right now. If you tell me everybody's coming back and healthy tomorrow, I think they're fine. Don't you, Wolf? I mean, you're not that far out of... You're, you're not going to catch Denver or Memphis for the top seed, but it's fine. Just get into the top six, and you're fine. But if you're telling me guys still are coming back for like another three, four, five, six weeks, and, yeah. and you can't win without them, yeah, this is not great. Yeah, you know, honestly, I'm not concerned right now. I am not. Um, Yes, it looks bad. It looks really, really bad. But the injuries that have decimated this team, those are real. And those are reasons as well. I I think back to last year, they won 64 games. Oh, my goodness. The Phoenix Suns, the number one seed, of course, in the Western Conference, won 64 games. And we all know what happened and how that ended. Wouldn't it be poetic justice where... They suffer a season like they are right now. And now, all of a sudden, they get healthy going into the bowl season, and they make some noise. Uh, I like that. That sounds really, really good to me. And I think that's a possibility. I like that. That would make a lot of sense because then we could just attach this regular season to last year's playoffs because they go together. (laughs) And then last year's regular season to this year's playoffs. I like this. All right. According to ESPN's Pete Thamel, there will be no Week Zero football game between Coach Prime and Colorado and Kenny Dillingham and ASU and Tempe Uh. because the Football Oversight Committee denied the request. Are you guys disappointed, or would you rather not have a football game August 26th in Tempe? (laughs) Uh, I would have. I'm interested to see what Coach Prime does with Colorado. Because right now, Colorado is one of the games on the schedule. Like, okay, that's a win. I don't think it's going to be that way for long. I would like to get that game out of the way early in the season. And I think if they're playing in 100-degree heat, that's an advantage for ASU. But, no, I mean, they'll play them when they play them. Yeah. You know what? I've played on that field. I did. I played (laughs) on that field when it was 120 degrees on the field. It was like 111 somewhere in there. Totally. And we played the Steelers, as a matter of fact. They came down with a dark, heavy jump. Jerseys, those dark oh, Pittsburgh Steelers well, jerseys that were made of cotton. I kid you oh, not. I, I told my brother, you better hydrate. You better hydrate. You're coming down here. You've never felt anything like this. I was the guy who cramped up out of the field. <laughs> not Craig. I was. <laughs> and I, I was cramped up out on the field and Craig ran by. The offense was coming on because it was a kickoff. We kicked it off and I was cramping up and he ran by and whacked me right on top of the helmet. <laughs> he he said, brother. I I told you to hydrate. <laughs> that okay. sounds like something Craig would say. All right, too. that got me sidetracked. That Next. A, that is a wild story. All right. According to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, the Cardinals are going to interview Bears assistant GM Ian Cunningham. The Bears were the worst team in the NFL this year with a 3-14 and record. But according to Rappaport, he was impressive at the NFL's front office accelerator program where he spent time with the Cardinals. How do you guys feel about the team potentially bringing in a GM from one of the worst te- from one of the two teams worse than them this year? Yeah, I'm not worried about that at all because there's good people in the Bears organization just like it is any organization that is out there right now. Of course, there are people that are savants that are in the Bears organization or any other losing organization. There are people that stand out. And just because, oh, my, look at their record. Uh, they must have nobody that sucks. I mean, 
or they must have everybody that's whatever it may be. Um, you're going to bring in people you think are qualified. And I know nothing of Ian Cunningham. I know nothing about him. But if they're going to bring him in, I guarantee you he's qualified. Yeah, I got to make sure I answer this correctly because uh, Lauren's behind the glass and she's giving me that. I'm a Bears fan, so stuff. That was not a careful. shot at her. That was not a shot. How you say it. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm with you, Wolf. Like, I'm sure everybody driving around right now has worked somewhere in the past where they would not want to be... They would not want their skill set judged based <laughs> right. on how that company ran right. itself, right? Uh, and and he's you know Cunningham's very early in his career. It would be the same thing as another team around the league that was looking to hire a GM, being like, "Well, the Cardinals were four and thirteen. Adrian Wilson must not know." No, I don't think that's Quentin the case. Harris. Those guys are getting yeah interviews. So I would not, I would not be upset if they hired him just because of the Bears' record. It would have to see, you know, obviously how it plays out. The GM thing's gonna be different. Like the coach, we're gonna, we're gonna all kind of have a pretty strong opinion the second they hire a coach. When they hire a GM, unless it's like one or two individuals, we're all gonna kind of just have to be like, let's take a wait and see approach because all. All these guys on this list so far are very early in their in their general manager careers. Uh, all right, that was Wolf and Down Your Lunch right there. Thank you, Rick.